It's curtain time for another Waxing Lyrically. This is your announcer, Kurt Schneider, inviting you to find your seat, silence your cell phone, and join us on this journey into the actor's mind. From the Waxing Lyrically Studios, located inside the beautiful Brownwood Lyric Theater, please welcome your host for today, Paul Underwood. Good day and welcome to another episode of Waxing Lyrically and our second cast reveal on the podcast. I think people like this. I don't know. We'll I see. think it's exciting. Yeah, yeah. We are going to cast today Mama Mia and that familiar voice sitting next to me that was responsible for casting this puppy is none other than Dr. Nancy Jo Humfeld. Welcome, your second time in on Waxing Lyrically. Thank you so much. It's always a joy to do these. We're getting into the 90s now for musicals. How about mm-hmm. that? This, this one debuted, I think, in 1999. Yes. The ninth longest running show in Broadway history. Can you believe that? Isn't that neat? I love it. I'm so excited about this one. This has been such a popular favorite. And the interesting thing to me was that it was very popular overseas, but they would not even let us have a perusal copy until I think it was two years ago in the fall because they were not allowing anyone in the U.S. to do it except the Broadway production or the Broadway tour. So we couldn't even get a perusal to look at. Wow. But everybody wanted to do Mamma Mia. And so the first year we'd already set our, our summer so we didn't do it that year. Mm-hmm. And everybody and their brother were doing right. <laughs> every company in the world was doing uh, <laughs> Mamma Mia that summer. So we think this is a good summer to do this. We haven't had anyone in the vicinity do it in a while. So I think it's going to be a great summer to do this. Yeah, super excited. Of course, this debuted on Broadway in 2001, October of 2001. So if you can think back to, you know, that was right after September 11th. Yes. And um, it, I don't know whether that contributed to making this a hit, that people were just, they could not wait to get back and just kind of lose themselves in yes. uh, um, in that, a bit of nostalgia, I guess, uh-huh. the songs that they're so yes. familiar with. Mm-hmm. Of course, the story they weren't familiar with. Right. And we talked about uh, Mamma Mia being called maybe a jukebox musical because it takes popular songs that everybody's right. familiar with. But you were kind of telling me your, th- your thoughts on jukebox musical was more like the Johnny Cash show right. that we did a couple years ago and uh, maybe the Rat Pack musical some yes. of those kind that are really specific to a oh, well and always Pat decline yes is pretty much a jukebox musical because it's all of her songs and so forth this one has more of a storyline to it although yeah. it is really a musical and a dancical <laughs> we, <laughs> we do lots of singing and lots of dancing in this one and there's just enough storyline to kind of hold it together yeah and you know it's really a tale as old as time right Nancy yes. Joe I mean woman in her 20s um uh, meets three guys, uh, in, meet, intimately meets three guys, yes. <laughs> and of course can't tell which one's the father of her beautiful child. And yeah. maybe that's not a story as old as time, but it was it was it, a story of the- yes. <laughs> Well, one man used to have three wives. This one uh, <laughs> kind of switches genders. So uh, talk about your uh, association with Mamma Mia and maybe when it first kind of got on your radar. Did you? When did sure. you see it first? Have you seen oh, it? Oh, yes. But I could kick myself because my friend Ken and I went to New York City, mm-hmm. have a cousin who lives there. And so we stayed with her and we went to see lots of shows on Broadway. And Kenny knew that. I was the theater person. So he said, you just choose what we do. 
Well, I saw Mamma Mia was was a possibility, but yeah. I didn't really know anything about it because it was May of 2002. Yes. So it was so new. Right. I really didn't know anything about it. I should have researched it better. <laughs> and I've kicked myself ever since that I didn't go see it well, it's, because it's, it would have been a delight. Yeah, and, it, and, and I remember in Times Square, it had such a huge sign, you know, of the of the bride with her mouth agape and that wonderful smile <laughs> there. And it really, it's, what what is that? Because yeah. you're right, in 2002, it hadn't really taken off just yet you know the movies hadn't come out yet Mm -hmm. and all that oh it was so wonderful and i'll i'll tell you i did see it when granberry did it a couple years ago uh that's the first live performance i've seen but then i i have been to greece two different times and the second time uh laurie arp who is our wonderful costumer here uh as she and i went to uh greece and and we did a tour of the greek islands and I, Mamma Mia was one of the movies you could watch on the plane going oh, over there. Okay. And so I watched it going over there just for, you know, just let's see about this and so forth. And then I watched it again coming back to see if I would see anything that I recognized or anything unusual about it. Right. And I did. Uh, some of the the uh, popular things that were um, popular among the, the Greek folks there, mm-hmm. uh, little items, that, props that would be for us. Yeah. And yes, I saw those they, kinds they of things. They appeared in the movie. Yes, that I had never really paid attention to before. Yeah. So it was really kind of fun. Of course, Mamma Mia takes place on the fictional Greek island of Kalakari. Yeah, I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. That's very close, if not accurate. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, Joe Dennis uh, who is going to be in our cast? He actually told me what the name of the island stands for. It stands for Good Times. Oh, right. translated Good Times or or Happy Happy Times. And so I thought, well, that kind of fits, doesn't yeah, it? Does. it? Yeah, it does. And that may be why they named it that. Uh, a brief synopsis here. I've got twenty-year-old Sophie is preparing to marry her fiancé, Sky. She wants her father to walk her down the aisle, but she doesn't know who he is. Sophie discovers her mother's old diary, and she finds entries which describe intimate dates with three men, Sam Carmichael, Bill Austin, and Harry Bright. Sophie believes that one of these men is her father, And three months before her nuptials, she sends each of them an invitation to her wedding, writing in her mother's name, Donna, without letting her unsuspecting mother know. And the guys don't know why they're getting this wedding invitation. Right. They kind of meet on the transport over to the island, and they're discussing it. It's like, oh, well, you were here 20 years ago. You were, okay, something's going on. So it's really kind of a fun surprise for everyone. Yeah. And certainly for Donna, the mom. Yes. Yeah. She's uh, not too happy at the beginning, (laughs) is she? Um, My first experiences with this, I guess, of course, I go way back to being a huge ABBA fan. I, I, I yes. say ABBA, it's ABBA. I've got to quit that. It's ABBA. Okay. If you were a fan of 70s pop music, Casey Kasem's American Top 40, yes. you know, you would always hear about Casey talking about this Swedish supergroup, ABBA, back on the countdown. You yes. Know. Um, oh, they're amazing. And the songs are so singable, and they're ones that you, the audience will go home singing them for the next week or six weeks. <laughs> So, any favorites, any favorite ABBA songs that you have? They're all going through my brain all the time now. But, of course, I love the title song. It's just so fun and upbeat and and so forth. Dancing Queen is a Mm -hmm. lot of fun. Um, Some of the the really sweet ballads are, are fun as well. There are a lot of numbers that have great dance moves in them. It's so funny. We were talking the other day about how we have money, money, Gimme, 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 and honey, honey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all of these repetitive titles, yeah. but they're all great songs. Yeah, those are, the, you know, in, in ABBA's, their early catalog, they they did kind of, they trended more towards that bubblegum rock, you know. And yes. that's kind of when you, you know, um, uh, like, you know, Sugar, Sugar by the Archies, you know. It's just, you know, the title's so nice, you know, they throw it in there twice, you exactly. know, or whatever. Um <laughs> Uh, so you threw out a few of those songs. Here's a little yeah. quiz for you. Oh, dear. <laughs> ABBA had one number one hit in America. Of course, they had numerous number one hits all over, you know, the, uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. world. But was it A, Mamma Mia, B, Fernando, C, Knowing Me, Knowing You, or D, 
dancing queen. One of those, only one was number one. Do you know, I remember Fernando. Yeah. That's the one that kind of sticks in my mind because I heard it a lot. There was something in the air that night. The stars were bright. Fernando. They were shining there for you and me. For liberty. Fernando. Though we never thought that we could lose. There's no I know that's Randy Green's favorite ABBA song, but no, it was Dancing Queen Queen. was ABBA's only number one song in America. But yeah, they're all great. I think probably Knowing Me, Knowing You is probably Mm -hmm. my favorite because I love when they get into that little, the little round singing where they sing over each other, you know, and um, I'll I'll have to throw this song in the episode so people can can know it. But uh, that's one of my favorites. Um, Other songs in the in the in the musical that we're going to hear. Um, the winner takes it all. Yes, which was really Abba getting beyond that. Gimme, 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 money, money, money. That's when their songwriting got a little bit more um, professional, I yes. guess. Yes. Um, I apologize if it makes you feel bad seeing me so tense. No self confidence. But you see, the winner takes it all. The winner takes it all. And you've also got Super Trooper. Oh, I love that one. That is so fun. It's a very percussive kind of mm-hmm. thing with the way they're singing it, and it's just a lot of fun. Super trooper lights are gonna find me Shining like the sun Smiling, having fun Feeling like a number one Take a chance on me Another one that's just got yeah. that great, and that's going to be a hard song to, because the guys have that ticka chan ticka chan, you know, the little exactly. low part under there. Uh-huh. So uh, that one's going to be a challenge. If you change your mind, take a chance on the first in line. Honey, I'm still free. Take a chance on me. If you need me, let me know. Gonna be around. If you got no place to go, when you're feeling down. Pull off as, as are all of these. Uh, voulez-vous, uh, SOS. Um, it's just going to be one familiar hit song after another, and and it's all just in a story. This fantastic story. It is so fun, and and they they really weave the story skillfully through the music. It's just really a delight. I got a chance to see it. I don't even know what year it was. Probably the mid two thousands. It came to Bass Hall, oh. and so a group of us went up, went to uh, Bass Hall, and saw it. And I probably didn't appreciate it because. Um, I don't know. I just couldn't. We had bad seats, I think, because it was packed, you know, so we were kind of far in the back. And uh-huh. of course, I love the music, but I didn't quite, I couldn't quite follow the story. Back sure. But uh, in seeing sure. the movie, it, it has become one of my favorite uh, musicals. Uh-huh. Well, and truly, the story is kind of incidental to the music. <laughs> music <laughs> is the, that's what everyone loves. And I remember uh, just at the end, there they did a, a couple um, encores and so forth, and the whole audience was just standing up and moving with this and uh, enjoying kind of dancing with them. And I fully expect that, too, in, in this audience Absolutely. here. This is something that, uh, 
you know, that, that you'll be able, if you go see it, you'll be able to celebrate right along with the cast there at the end of the show yes. and uh, get up and clap, dancing, whatever you want to do. There you um, go. It's there for you. Exactly. Take us through, Nancy Joe, the audition process. Of course, I was up here that day. And, yes. and of course, we had to have more than Most one people. because it's just so hard in people's hectic lives to get somebody here Saturday, a certain Saturday from mm-hmm. one to four or whatever. But tell me so about great. the auditions and were you pleased okay. with how everything came out? Oh, my goodness. Yes. But it was so hard. It, it's always hard to cast a show because it's so important that you get the right dynamic mm-hmm. between people and the right group uh, together and so forth. And as frequently happens I had oh three times as many women audition as men and I just you know we we just can't cast everybody and that's just so so hard yes uh, and I, I hate that but it, it there's we only have so much room on that stage and, I know. and and worse yet we have so little room backstage that uh in the wings it's just really tough so um we i i am hoping that i will get a few more men for the ensemble i only have nine men in the ensemble and 16 women in the ensemble um and and there were a number of folks that i just was not able to cast this time yeah um just due to to having so many. Yes. Um, but I'm counting just my brief little count here, 35 people. That is a lot for our, you know, our mm-hmm. dressing room. Our dressing rooms are nice, but the yes. backstage areas, it gets Tight. pretty hectic back mm-hmm. there. It and really does. And what most people don't realize is our wing space. Wing space is so important, especially when you have big set pieces that need to come on and various mm-hmm. things. On one side of our stage, we have eight feet of wing space, which is nothing. Yeah. Worse yet, the other side, we only have four. So now whenever I got to see Mamma Mia at Bass Hall in Fort Worth, the set was a fairly simple set. I don't think yes. it ever really changed. Okay. Do you anticipate something similar for this? Very similar. We're going to have a basic backdrop. And Billy Harvey is our tech director, and okay. she's just wonderful. So it's going to be a basic set. There's going to be kind of an archway in the middle and then two side pieces. And then the two side pieces are going to... Uh, move and become interior of Donna's bedroom or interior of Sophie's bedroom. And then when it's all back to the way it is initially, it's the courtyard yeah. where they're going to uh, have all of the, you know, the taverna, the, the, uh, the performance that the, the Donna and the Dynamos do and yes. where they have Sophie's uh, bridesmaids party and so forth. And then also that's where they'll have the wedding. And then one of the side stages is going to be the jetty where they, they come in, the dock, okay. where they come in and, and so forth. And, and the other side is going to be a beach scene. So, so we, we can, are going to utilize two of the, 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 two side, of the stages. side stages. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm not going to call them Juliet now, you. Dr. Humphill. You are so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting better Thank there. You. Side stages, I yes. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. So... Yeah. so I think we've probably kept people waiting long <laughs> enough. You know, I'm sure they're pretty upset with us, but sure. I like to set the stage and create of a little course. bit of tension and a little <laughs> bit of suspense there before we get right into naming the cast. Absolutely. Okay, so let's start here with the list and. Um, uh, let's just start with our ensemble. Okay. I see some great names here already. Oh, let's just go through these. These folks are amazing. Holly Blanton. And they're all alphabetical, just FYI. Okay. Holly Blanton. Holly Blanton. We just got through seeing Holly did a great job in uh, rumors. rumors. She played Cookie, the one with the back bad, the bad back. <laughs> sorry. She's just so cute. Brooklyn Britton. Mm. Brooklyn played Annie for me. That's when right. When we did Annie yeah. a, a number of years ago. She and I got really close because I'd go pick her up and then we'd go pick up the dog and we'd go to the high school and practice. <laughs> With the dog. I, I got to see a so, lot of Annie. Of course, my wife was yes. uh, oh, Miss, Miss, Miss Hannigan. Hannigan that in was that. So fun. So it's good to see Brooklyn's name back on yes. there again. Okay. I'm so tickled. And Stephanie Brownlee. Stephanie. One of my favorite um, shows that we did with Stephanie was... Um, the Junie B. Jones. Junie B. Jones. And she played Junie B. And she was absolutely adorable. And then she also was in Christmas Bells. Yes. That I loved. That was so funny. She was the one that had to be in the, the orange jumpsuit most of the show. <laughs> But she is such a delight. It's such a great, great lady. And Lara Card. Lara uh-huh. is uh, finishing her freshman year at Howard Payne this year. Lara's mom was one of my students back when I was first at Howard Payne. And then um, her mom's name is Kenna. And Kenna came back to get a second um, 
major mm-hmm. uh, and so forth when Lara was born. And so I've known Lara since day one. And wow. she has been dancing all her life. She's actually also going to be a summer intern for us. That's great. And so she is a precious young lady we really enjoy. Aaliyah Curtis. Yes. One of the sweetest young ladies you'll ever find. I know Aaliyah, yes. She is precious. And she's also, uh, she's finishing her sophomore year at Howard Payne. Um, will be a junior next year, and she is just a doll. And then Jessica Dennis. The Dennis family is just top drawer. They are all <laughs> wonderful, wonderful folks. Um, and Shannon Dennis is also going to be in there. Okay. Shannon is the elder daughter, but alphabetically she comes second. So <laughs> Shannon and Jessica are both students at... Um, San Angelo. Okay. A, uh, at, yeah, Angelo State. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> I'm getting my acronyms mixed up. <laughs> but they are just delightful, and both will just be wonderful. They were both in Joseph when okay. we did that several years ago. Candace Harris. Yes, what a delight. I got to work with Candace, of course, in Clue. In Clue. And she's just been such a fresh, a breath of fresh air to the lyric. Yes. And uh, I know she'll be excited to, to be in this show. I'm excited to have her in this. She is just precious and just such a, a blessing to our community. Absolutely. As well as our stage. Emily Haynes, mm. the elder eldest of the three Haynes daughters. Yes. Uh, this is her. She's graduating. And so this will be a fun summer for her to be uh, part of of our lyric show and and if i may skip down and say her daddy's also going to be in this okay so she and her dad will get to spend the summer here at the lyric and and spend some good time together before she goes off to college very nice so carly richardson Carly is an amazing young lady. She is actually the lead in Greece. Yeah, she's Sandy. That we're doing. Yeah, she's playing Sandy, and she's also doing the choreography. Wow. So she's a very multi-talented young lady, and um, her mom was in Christmas Bells that yeah. we did and loved having Sandra in it. Yeah, it's great. I can see you've already got some. You really uh, had to think real hard on the, the dancing, and yes. you have to get some people with some grace up there. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, Kasha Rose has been well, she was one of my graduates from Howard Payne. Mm-hmm. She's brilliant. She's an incredibly talented young lady. And she is, uh, she's done a number of things for us here at the Lyric. And just, I mean, everything from playing Gilligan in Gilligan's <laughs> Island to uh, playing in Windows Home and, yeah. and beautiful Miss Scarlet and Clue. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it's going to be a top-notch production when you see Kasha Rose yes. in there. So she that's awesome. She is wonderful. Okay. Alyssa Salazar. This is a young lady that was in 9 to 5, mm-hmm. and she also helped. She and Carly um, uh, did choreography for one of our numbers in 9 to 5 and did a great job. And So looking forward to having her back. Dominique Stevens. Yes. I love Dominique. She <laughs> has the best attitude and just so precious. Very talented. Oh, can sing. That yeah. girl is wonderful. She uh, was the female cop in Rumors. And she just lit. I was so excited to talk with her after I talked with her last night, too. But just seeing, you know, she got her foot in the door of the lyric. Uh, A lot of her role was just kind of standing there and taking notes and had a few lines. But it's just great to see somebody just embrace the stage and and, and just embrace the process and uh, her love for her fellow actors. Um, Just no better feeling than watching somebody, a new person, get welcomed into that Lyric family. Absolutely. And she was so wonderful because even though she didn't have a lot of lines, she was so into the scene and facial expressions. And uh, she was just absolutely wonderful. All right. Moving on here with our ensemble for the cast of Mamma Mia. We've got three more names on the female side. Your sweet wife, Jill Underwood. There she is. She is amazing. And (laughs) she is going to be one of my leaders in the ensemble. She is great. So great. Yeah. And does, uh, well, you know, she was, uh, she played Clary and um, <laughs> Steel Magnolia. She was just absolutely wonderful. She is amazing and love, love Jill. She's yeah, she's great. been in, of course, numerous uh, roles, and I know she'll be excited yeah. to be involved in Mamma Mia. And she's one that if you ask Jill sing alto here, or I need, I need you to sing soprano here. Yes. And she can do that. And, of course, she's always grown up reading music and yes. playing piano. And, and that helps so much because I could say to her, I think, Jill, I think I can say, <laughs> Jill, can you take these five gals over here and learn the second soprano think, yeah. part? And she can play the piano and yeah. lead them in that. And yeah. so she's going to be a huge asset. Well, she'll appreciate that too. 
and I know I can I can also say that she has a, a good bit of grace to yes, her as far does. as the dancing. Now her <laughs> husband does. would bring her down, and he, <laughs> so we don't dance together that much. But uh, but I did. Well, I watched her in the audition process. She, I mean, she was looked pretty good up there. Wonderful, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. We may have to work on that dancing together well, stuff. Maybe we could, so. Maybe you know, so. A little private lessons here, ballroom. Well, I've got to do. A, I have to do a cha cha in Greece, so we'll oh, see how that goes. Uh, well, yeah. I can help you with that if you need. <laughs> <laughs> All right, That's two more great. names on the uh, the ensemble for the females. Right. Taffy Watts. Yes. Taffy was in 9 to 5 also. Uh-huh. She is uh, teaching at Brooksmith and actually has done some plays there and just a very talented gal and sweet to work with and so forth. Beautiful smile. Of course, ah, we had so much truth. fun with Taffy and Clue as she played the maid. And, yes. Um, just couldn't imagine anybody else playing that part as well as Taffy did. It, isn't that the truth? She's mm. adorable. And then last but not least, certainly, is Kate Yantis. Yes. And Kate is just a wonderful young lady, I think graduating from high school this year. I think so. And just uh, has done wonderful things and has been a part of the lyric for a long time. So I saw Kate in the Sweet Science of Oh Bruising Bruising yes. uh, last week when the uh, the Brownwood High School did the public performance of yes. their one act, and I didn't even I didn't recognize her. Yeah, you know I just saw who is that? She just lit up the stage. Course she's mm-hmm. she's cut her hair colored red yes. and that fair complexion, and she mm-hmm. she just played the part so well. Yes. She was recognized, of course, by uh-huh. the judges. I think she got. Uh, outstanding supporting cat or whatever yes. they give there. She uh-huh. did get a reward at that, at All-Star that regional yeah. area. So Kate is, uh, man, she was just great in that show and I'm yes. sure she'll be great on stage here. Absolutely. And I, I have not asked him yet, but I'm going to see if I can twist her daddy's arm. Edward, yeah. I'm talking to you, uh, to see if Edward would be willing to be on stage with his daughter this summer and sing with us. Did you hear that, so Edward? Forth. We need a fourth tree. Can you handle we- that? <laughs> <laughs> Well, he does have the hype for it. So. <laughs> well, he was in South Pacific and did a great job and has a beautiful voice. So yes, I'm, he does. I'm indeed. calling Edward. Yeah. I really will. <laughs> and Edward, since I said those nice things about your daughter, you can forgive me for that calling you the fourth tree. Okay. All right. Okay. And uh, now let's get to the our guys to in the, the guys. ensemble. All right. Again, alphabetically. Okay. Jake Bowren. And Jake is one of my graduates from Howard Payne. He graduated a year ago. Mm-hmm. His mother was one of my students Another early on. Another one of those legacies. Yes. And it's so fun. I love having the the student the children of my first students and jake is a wonderful he was a theater major wonderful talented guy he played the other cop in rumors and just is doing really good things he's uh just an amazing young man love him we're very fortunate that uh, jake has stuck around here and he's lending he was in christmas story also lending his talents to the lyric and uh yeah jake is a lot of fun he is he's great he's a great young man um caleb dennis Mm -hmm. i'm another one of the happy dennis family they are great (laughs) folks and joseph dennis the daddy yeah um joe is um just a really talented man and has a very very nice voice and just the Again, sweet, sweet family. And then Eric Dick. Yes. Eric Dick is uh, a fellow that, uh, Lord love Stephen Haynes, I do. Uh, (laughs) He has helped me find men when we were doing Joseph and we needed a lot of guys to play the brothers. Uh, Joe, uh, sorry, Stephen told me about Eric and twisted Eric's arm. And so Eric was in the show along with his daughter, Emily, Mm -hmm. and his son, Logan. And so anyway, I was able to twist his arm and uh, uh, get him to come be a part of the show again this summer. I'm so delighted. You're pretty persuasive when you have to be. I'll tell you what, (laughs) people's schedules get in the way of my persuasion, though. (laughs) But that's okay. I, I sure tried. And then Stephen Haynes, oh mm. my goodness, such a talented man and yeah. such a great, a great friend to uh, the lyric and a great friend to Brownwood and such a great leader. He, of course, played Luther Billis for me in uh, South Pacific, and right. I, yeah, I drew a, che- a, a ship on his chest every night for, <laughs> for performances. And uh, so he, he came was out just with wonderful. the coconut bra and all. Yes, yeah, he yeah. was. Just wonderful. Has yeah, there was there was a time there there was a time there where every time Stephen was on stage, it was in drag. I, I, I guess <laughs> I guess he just gets to play all man in this one. I guess. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. The guys get to be guys in this show, which is good. 
<laughs> and next we have Drax Holt. Yes. Drax is just a wonderful young man. His grandmother is one of my favorite people on the planet, mm-hmm. Faye Dozier. He'll appreciate you calling him young, I uh, think. There you go. <laughs> he is just a sweetheart and just such a blessing to work with. Yeah, so he's going to be a, a delight to have. I'm excited to see Drex in there. Of course, Drex yes. and I, he had, uh, he had a little parting clue as well that we yes. got to act off of. So, Which is that's great. We yeah. love to, to get everybody involved. Ricky Jones. Mm. Is there a person in this world that doesn't love Ricky Jones? Everybody loves to be around Ricky. Uh, you, yes. you see Ricky's name on there again. You know that you're going to have a good time. Even at uh, some tough rehearsals, Ricky has a way of kind of making them fun. Absolutely. He just always has a smile for everyone. He yeah. is just precious. Yeah. Love him. He's great. And then Ryan Miles. Ryan is graduating, I think, today from Howard Payne okay. uh, with a degree in voice. And so beautiful, beautiful voice. And uh, he is just a, a fine young man going to go on to uh, work on his master's. Uh, but he'll be here around this summer. And so he... Um, lives in Goldthwaite, or his family does. His dad's a vet over there, and so he'll be commuting back and forth, but he'll be with us, and I'm really delighted because he's a very talented guy. And Caden Robertson. Uh, Caden is, a, I think, going to be a senior I think at so. um, uh, Bangs High School this fall. He is so, so fun. He sings well. He dances. He's been part of our lyric theater camp for years and and in a number of our shows and Caden's another one of those of course he's he has excelled in Billy Harvey's theater there in Bangs uh-huh. through the high school and he's one of those at an early age had no stage fright whatsoever he would get up there right. and you need a little kid in the show to, of course mm-hmm. you know we've all seen Caden up there just doing it. it's like okay that's pretty special that you can uh that yes. you can get out of any of those inhibitions, and Caden's just up there just giving it Absolutely. everything he's got. He's adorable. Okay, so that is the ensemble. So before we get into, I think we've got about 13 more names uh-huh. uh, of the of the main cast, and it's interesting how they're kind of all in threes. Three, 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 and then you've got the, the father, minister. the minister at the end. <laughs> yes. But here's some more um, ABBA trivia, Nancy Joe. Good. How did they get their name? I have no idea. Really? I, I really don't. Well, I was a little involved in rumors. I only had five <laughs> days to prepare for this, so I haven't done all my research yet. Well, but I, I please you, enlighten in, me. In, prep, in uh, preparation <laughs> for Mamma Mia, and that kind of got me thinking about ABBA, and again, growing up, listening to all those great songs in yes. the 70s, and um, I bought an audio book, a 26-hour audio book. It's a huge oh, wow. audio book. I, I do audio books. Wow, so I, I can too. tell you a lot of unnecessary facts about ABBA. I love it. Um, but the name, of course, they were they first, they just appeared as, um, you know, they, they finally kind of got together. They were all in different bands, you know, in Sweden. Uh, the Nanny Singers or <laughs> the, the Hep Stars. And, um, oh, my goodness. But then they, they, the four of them finally got together and they... <laughs> They were saying, here's Bjorn, Benny, uh, Agnetha, and Annafried. Oh, sure. So instead of that, they they had to kind of come up with a way to do it. And, of course, you have uh, two males and two females. Well, they just kind of naturally started gravitating toward one another Uh to where you had Bjorn and Anna Uh together. Uh And then you had Benny and... Uh, it was Annie Freed, but she went by Frida, of course, okay. so Benny and Frida. Uh-huh. But the name Abba came from the A of uh, of Anna uh-huh. and then the B of Bjorn. And that B is the other way. That's because yeah. he's facing his her. her. I love that. And so that's why that one B is that way. And then, you, of course, you've got Benny and uh, Frida, or Anna uh-huh. Freed. Uh-huh. So that's how they I came up with their that. name. How Thank about that? Thank you for enlightening us. That's pretty cool. A little bit of trivia, and we're still we're creating more tension and suspension. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> They're sitting on pins and needles. All right. Side. Okay, let's go from the bottom up here, if we, we can. We will Okay, we talked about, uh, you've got, of course, you're going to have a wedding here, maybe. That's right. you got to have a priest. You do. You do. And who better than someone who is a minister in real life? And so Father Alexandrios is going to be Reverend Doug House. That's great. I love Doug. I've, I've got to Isn't work he? with Doug in Beverly Hillbillies, and uh, he had a great role in that. And as soon as I saw yes. Doug at auditions, I said, well, I can forget about auditioning for the priest. There he is right there. 
<laughs> well, and in Yeehaw Holiday, he was just wonderful as the the one that did the little aphorisms or whatever in the oh, yes. up, the top uh, yeah. side stage. He's just grandpa. Yeah, you know, grandpa. That's he was great. wonderful. Yeah, congratulations, Doug. I know you're going to yeah. do a wonderful job in that part. Absolutely. And no Absolutely. dancing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and <laughs> that probably makes him happy as well. <laughs> Well, let's save Sophie, Donna, and Sam for the okay. last. All right. And then that you can just good. go in whatever order you want to go in. Okay. Okay. Well, Sophie has two friends. Uh-huh. And her friends are Allie and Lisa. Okay. And Allie is going to be Jordan Roberts. Oh, wow. I'm she so excited. She is amazing. Yeah. That young lady is so talented. She sent me a video because she's in school up in Oklahoma. Yes. But she sent a video and she did a song and a monologue for me. And, of course, I've watched her grow up and seen her in all these shows here. And she's just absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Jordan, it, it's amazing. She kind of followed the same path as my Meredith. Jordan, when she was little, of course, her dad's in athletics. So, so Jordan was... She was going to be a great soccer player or this or that. And she did that for forever and really excelled in it. But then just like my Meredith, after a while, I was like, I don't want to do that anymore. I like, I want to do theater. There you go. And she has just she's shined. Amazing. Yeah, she's she been amazing. Does. Shine See, is perfect work. Yeah, seen her on some stuff on the Brownwood High School stage. Yeah. And so excited to see Jordan Roberts as Allie. Yes, and I'm so glad she's going to be back here this summer. That is really terrific. Mm. And then Lisa... Sophie's other friend is going to be Reagan Fraze. Yay. And Reagan is actually going to be directing our younger kids' theater camp this summer. That's right. And she has graduated with her degree in theater yes. from Texas Wesleyan in Fort Worth. And she has a beautiful voice. She's a great dancer. She's just a dynamo on the stage. So she's going to be wonderful to work with. And this is what the lyric needs. We, we need, like Reagan, to graduate with a theater degree and then to find her way to settle back down. Of course, her yes. dad is the... Uh, uh, minister, minister at, at our First church, United Methodist First church. United Methodist, and we're just yes. so great, so glad to have somebody with Reagan's talent Absolutely. back in Brownwood. So, yes, Reagan phrase is Lisa, one of Sophie's friends. Uh-huh. She has also been a an intern for us in the past, mm. and was in nine to five. So, you will recognize her. She's a very talented young lady. Okay, let's move on to okay. uh, Tanya. Scott, oh, can we do the the boys, oh, yes. the okay. younger the younger guys? Okay. Well, um, Sky is the the love interest of of sophie yes but then he has two friends pepper is uh kind of the guy that tends bar for donna okay there at the taverna yeah and he's a, a little bit older which is good um because then he kind of gets a connection with uh, tanya later on and so <laughs> it, we didn't want to make it too much of a cougar situation right but at any rate pepper is going to be aj stevenson now, now, this makes me extra proud, Nancy Joe. Tell you know me. why? Why? Well, because I'm the one that sent you AJ. You did. You <laughs> did. I did not know AJ until we did the cast party for Clue. Yes. And so I met him that night, and we got off in a corner and just talked, talked, talked theater and so forth. And then you encouraged him to come and um, audition. And so uh, we we had several sets of auditions. Yeah. Uh, finished the last ones this morning, actually. Right. So um, just... He just is wonderful. I didn't get to see him with everybody else, but I did get to see him with about seven or other other people, so it really helped. And he's got a, a very, very nice voice. He was on a dance team oh, wow. um, a while back. Yeah. So I think he will be a wonderful guy. Uh, Tanya and Pepper have this wonderful song together. It's a really good dancing number, so mm. I think they're going to have a lot of fun with that. Great. And then the other friend of, um, of Skies is... Uh, Eddie, who helps with the water sports and stuff okay. on the island, and that's going to be James Williams. All right. And James Williams, uh, again, is in Corpus Christi in, in college, and he sent me a video. Okay. Uh, a, um, well, of course, I've, again, watched him grow up since he was just a tadpole. And uh, he's been in our summer theater camps. He's been in a lot of lyric shows. He's a wonderful singer, wonderful dancer, uh, just an all-around great, great young man. So I think those two are going to be really super in those roles. That's awesome. They're going to yeah. be a lot of so, fun. So a couple of Sky's friends there. Pepper is played by A.J. Stevenson, and Eddie is going to be played by James Williams. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now let's maybe talk about some of Donna's friends, maybe the Dynamos. The Dynamos, and they are the dynamic duo that go with Donna, uh, Rosie and Tanya, and they are so funny. Both of these gals are so funny. Rosie is uh, 
I don't know. She's just she's just a hoot. Tanya is more the many married, um, uh, much married. Okay. Uh, gal, uh, more of a socialite. Rosie is just too funny. So Rosie is going to be played by Shannon Lee, our wonderful theater director at Brownwood High School. Uh, Shannon also was in Nine to Five. She was one of my three leads in Nine to Five. Mm-hmm. She's a brilliant actress. Yes, she, she is, is. wonderful singer, wonderful dancer can do anything we need her to do. She's really, really talented. Another one of those that you, she's just going to give it her all. No inhibitions oh. on stage. She's she's going to she's going to be uh, bigger than life up there, and that's yes. certainly what you need for that row. Absolutely, so that is awesome for Shannon Lee as Rosie. Yes, and then Tanya, the socialite. Uh, is going to be Tommy Bailey. And Tommy was most recently seen in Rumors as yeah. Chris. Yeah, the, starring role in Rumors just yes, recently. the beautiful lady in the purple dress. Mm-hmm. And she is also going to be our choreographer. She has an incredible, a very impressive background in dance yes. and in theater. She's done theater professionally elsewhere and just is amazing. And so especially the dance between Tanya and Pepper is going to be a fun one since she's going to choreograph it and and she will just be wonderful. Beautiful voice, uh, of course, incredible dancer, can act anything I need her to do. She's just amazing and just has that personality that just – Crosses the footlights. That's great for Tommy. And yeah, I have heard that Tommy has a way of teaching dance where people can kind of understand it. Absolutely. Yeah. She doesn't go too fast. And she she's so good because she'll say, okay, if you can't get the feet and the hands, do one or the other. Yeah. It's fine. Just, you know, <laughs> give me something. And she and I were talking the other day and about the choreography and what I was looking for. And, and I said, you know, I love it because that that's so encouraging to everyone. And I tell my actors all the time, especially in auditions, if you can't remember all the steps, I don't care. Give me something and sell it to me. Yeah. So, and that that's what she'll she'll work with. She's wonderful. So she is a delight. All right, let's move on. Where are we going next? Uh, to our two buddies. Uh, well, our three guys. Okay. Um, all right. But um, Sam, Bill, and Harry are the three possible dads. Yes. Yes. Then Harry Bright. Is Harry the headbanger? He's the one that's uh, uh, that plays the guitar and um, uh, has been a financial wizard and and so forth. And Harry Bright is going to be played by Ryan McCormick. Yes. And Ryan was in Rumors also. Ryan's actually one of my grads from Howard Payne. He was a voice major, wonderful voice. Mm. And as you saw him play Ernie in Rumors, yes. he can act, do oh. anything we need him to do. Yeah, Ryan. Uh, of course, he had a, you know, that's what I told Ryan when I saw him. I said, you know, you, you had a pretty small role in Clue. He died pretty right. early on yes, in Clue. He, <laughs> he didn't really get to show us what he could do. Right. But he just blew me away in rumors, just his comic timing and yeah. his acting ability mm-hmm. and uh, just everything you need, you know, yes. uh, up there on stage. So, yeah, that's great to see Ryan up there. And another one of those that just kind of, fell into our laps here in little old Brownwood, oh, right? I thank the Lord every day for the talent pool we have. Yeah, it yeah. is just incredible. We really do. For a relatively small area, we've got a giant talent pool. Yeah. And then Bill Austin is uh, the the adventurer, uh, the one Australian. That's, yes, and, yes. And there's a reason why there's an Australian because ABBA was huge, huge, huge in Australia. It was almost oh. like Beatlemania. So I, I feel like whenever the Benny and uh, Bjorn who wrote yes. it. Uh, who, who brought the music and kind of helped with the story. I feel like they said, okay, you've got to have an Australian character there. In there. you go. So there you Bill go. Austin is played by... Jeff Wood. Yes. Who's now, just amazing. Yeah. Jeff has the most gorgeous voice. Oh, my gosh. He is just incredible. And he uh, played in South Pacific. He played Emile Debeck, and he played... Um, Tevye and Fiddler. I mean, he's just absolutely wonderful. And I'm so delighted to be able to get him back on our stage and, and working with us again. He's just such a delight to work with. Now, you'd think they could vacuum a few <laughs> minutes later here, but they're actually not vacuuming in the room. It just sounds like it. So if you hear that in the background, forgive us here as we record in our professional waxing lyrically studios <laughs> right up here at the Lyric Theater. There okay, we so we've got... Uh, Harry Bright, the Brit, the guitar Uh headbanger from Great Britain, Ryan McCormick. And you've got Bill Austin, that outdoorsy Steve the Crocodile Hunter type, (laughs) um, 
Jeff Woods yes. as Bill Austin. Yes. And now do and we then, want to go ahead and go with Sam Carmichael? I think so. Okay. Sam Carmichael is the one that uh, is the, the the glorious tenor in this bunch. And it's going to be played by Jonathan Harvey. Oh, that's great. Jonathan has a glorious tenor voice. He's played wonderful roles for us in the past. Uh, he played... Ooh, the mean guy, Bill, in Bill Sykes in Oliver. Yes. And he's played Nicely Nicely Johnson for us in um, uh, Guys and Dolls. Mm -hmm. And just ha has had some wonderful roles. And, well, oh, mercy. He uh, was one of the two guys that played in A Tuna Christmas. Yes. Just brilliantly. So he is really super. He he just can do anything we need him to do. Congratulations, Jonathan. I can't wait to see him up there. Yeah, everything Jonathan is in has been top-notch. Absolutely. So that's great to see Jonathan's name on there as well yeah. as Sam Carmichael. Jonathan gets to sing my favorite ABBA song, Knowing Me, Knowing You. There you go. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah. And he will do a beautiful job. Yes, he will. He will. Okay, so we've named... where. where Let's go to Sky because okay, Sky yeah. is the uh, the young, well, the, the fiancé of Sophie. Okay. And Sky, I just auditioned him this morning. His name is Marshall Maywald. And Marshall actually came to me as a recommendation from the Dennis family. Okay. Uh, he is associated with them, mm. um, dating Jessica. Okay. Uh, and he is actually finishing his or working on his master's degree in marriage and family counseling up at ACU. And so he drove in from Abilene today and just a delightful young man, uh, very talented, has a very nice voice, um, can move, dance, do what we need him to do, and did a wonderful acting scene. So I think he's going to be a wonderful addition to our Lyric family. That's really fantastic. excited to We've have him got some him new involved. blood there, Marshall Maywald as yes. Sky. He is just a doll, so I think we'll really enjoy working with him. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Are we and down to two now? Uh-huh. Okay. His fiancée, Sophie, mm -hmm. is going to be played by Emily Bourbon. And Emily was Emily Dick before she married Isaac. Oh, okay. And so... That's why I didn't recognize that name because yeah. I did not know Emily's... Uh, Bourbon, yeah. Yeah, the, the married name. And okay. that's how I got her daddy to be in the ensemble. <laughs> I said, your daughter's going to be on stage. Don't you want to be here? So Emily is just Oh, she's such a delight. She, I remember when she came to the ensemble of um, Joseph and, and played one of the wives, and it just, it was almost like the ensemble bumped up a notch when Emily came in. Yes. She just has such a beautiful voice. She can dance, do anything we need her to do, and such a sweet spirit. Yes. She's just a, a really precious young lady. Emily was in my Meredith's class, and she was uh, Dorothy. In their Wizard of Oz to uh, my Meredith, the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> and then, of course, Meredith also got to play Dorothy in the Lyric production. That's right. So it was kind of strange. It was a, it was a real... Uh, That's right. With your brother's dog playing Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, I'm so glad to see uh, Emily uh, here. And uh, what a great role for her, Sophie. I yeah. know that she will be very excited and she's going to knock it out of the park. She really will. It's going to be a really, really neat, neat show. Okay, so, there's one, dun, 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 one dun. more. There's Donna. <laughs> Donna. Donna Sheridan. Donna yes. Sheridan, the mom of Sophie who... Um, She's just been slaving away at trying to get that Travana or whatever it is there. Taverna, yes. The Taverna. Uh -huh. And um, now Donna. she has to plan for a wedding. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> rearing her daughter on the island and just kind of a hard scrabble life and yeah. it she's not had it easy all she's, alone no yeah. husband no father yeah. figure she's the one that has to fix the loose window and the um, the loose floor plank and whatever <laughs> else and build all this and she's just a a, a hard-working uh, tough lady yeah to be able to put up with all of this and donna sheridan is going to be played by billy harvey that is great i am so excited billy is she's amazing. She's the theater teacher at Bangs High School. Mm -hmm. Although in the fall, she's going to be an associate principal yes. or assistant principal. I don't know what they call it. But anyway, she's going to be one of the principal types over there and <laughs> doing administrative work in Bangs. She's also our tech director for the show and and also for Greece. And she's also directing our older children's camp, theater camp. I was like, oh my goodness, this is going to be a huge summer. But 
she can do it. She, she is can. amazing. And I was so, so proud of her. She really brought it at, yes. at auditions. She, if, if I may say this, Billy, she has been losing weight. Mm-hmm. She looks really terrific. Yeah. She's been taking voice lessons. Yes. She has really been doing wonderful things that have just made her blossom in so many ways. And I'm just so, so proud of her. I, I'm just so tickled. And yeah. I think this will be an amazing role for her. She's got that gutsy spirit mm-hmm. that Donna has to have. And uh, she's just going to, she's going to shine yeah. as Donna. I saw the same thing you did in auditions. And I was just like, wow, that was really great. And, and yeah. she had talked to my wife and she said, I'm taking voice lessons. You know, I'm really, I really want this. And so she's going to be so excited that she went out and she earned this role. And that's exactly the right word. She earned this role. Yeah. She worked hard for it and she brought it and she's just, she's great. And she's really a delight to work with also. So, you know, it that's, that's a big part of, of casting is that, group dynamic and that who's who's easy to work with for one thing i mean you don't want to have to drag them along the whole time or uh you you don't want um nelly naysayer in the dressing room either so it's nice to have folks that are easy to work with that take direction well and, yes and so forth and uh just really super you know it's interesting because both shannon and billy are directors in their own right and yet they know how to be a cast member and take direction yeah and so many directors really crave that uh and if you don't give them direction it's it's really uh, a problem yeah and so they they really want that and so anyway i just think this is an all-star cast they are going to be so terrific and i just think that mama mia is going to just bounce off the stage this summer i think folks will really really enjoy it i think so i'm very excited congratulations on a, what was a difficult Ooh, job uh, yes. nancy joe in, in casting this uh you've got some great names on here talk to us a little bit about the people listening to this that are going to be in the production as far as rehearsals and when do we expect mm-hmm. to kind of get started and work around all the other stuff that's going on up here sure, at the lyric sure we don't have our music yet uh the company will only send it out two months ahead of time so since we open July 16th, it will probably not arrive before May 16th. Mm-hmm. So that being a Sunday, <laughs> I'm assuming that probably Monday or Tuesday of that week, okay. uh, the 17th or 18th, we will do a read through and then we'll start with music rehearsals first because there is so much music that we need to do this. And and Dean Keesling is going to be our music director. Okay. So I'm going to give him couple weeks maybe two and a half weeks just on music before we ever throw anything else at them because they really need to know their music really well before we uh, we start doing anything else and the the ensemble is so wonderful to be in the ensemble because they get to sing nine-tenths of these songs and they get to uh, have multiple parts so sometimes the women divide in three and four parts the men divide mm-hmm. in three parts which is why I need more men Paul Underwood <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you an answer soon, I okay. promise. All right, that would be great. So, but really, you know, we we need good strong singers that can carry a part yeah. with maybe only two or three other people singing the same notes yeah. because especially when you spread them out on the stage, uh, you may not be standing next to the person that's singing your part. You may be standing you, you may be a tenor standing next to a soprano and yeah. you know, perish forbid, she's not going to sing your notes. So, <laughs> Anyway, um, need need some more guys. Just Did FYI. you notice I kind of came dressed for yes, Mama Mia today? I like that. Yeah. Little island shirt. Uh-huh. That looks good. Uh-huh. Oh, there you go. Topsiders. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. So anyway, probably do two, two or three weeks. So around the 1st of June is when we would start with choreography and blocking okay. and uh, so forth. So we'll. I, I always try to be very considerate of my actors in terms of... Uh, uh, scheduling and so forth. Oh, scheduling is the biggest nightmare that yeah, one has. time commitment. Oh, it's crazy. And trying to, to fit groups together. This one actually works better that way because the scenes are kind of specific to the group of three men or the group yeah, of three like women. Yeah, we talked or, about, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that does work better. And that way I can have the ensemble doing choreography one night and then I can have uh, principals doing other stuff. And so I'm going to try to make it so they don't have to be here every night. But then the last couple of weeks... 
Once we get to July, mm -hmm. we will all be here every night just to get the rhythm of the show. Yeah. It really is so important to keep that flow going and get that rhythm and so forth. We'll make sure the air conditioning is flowing so yes. that way you can save money at home and just spend all your time up at the Lyric there when we get into July. It's going I to be like a busy it. summer. It is going to be very busy with Greece in the third weekend in June. Mm -hmm. Then we really only have three weeks to be in here yeah. uh, with our full set and everything. So that's pretty tight, but we'll we'll get it done. Talk about the music. Is it going to be performed to a soundtrack? Or are we ever going to have a... We will not have live musicians. Yeah. It will be a soundtrack. Pretty hard to... I mean, for this, you have... you. I don't know if we've got that talent in Brownwood, you know. We, it is, a, and it, it's it a, is more of a... Electric guitar. It's yes, more of a rock. It is. Yeah, it yeah. is. And so we don't need the the, the acoustic instruments like right. we have in other shows yeah. uh, that we've done before. So this one works well without okay. the, okay. the live um, musicians, although, you know me, I, I always love to have the live musicians, but this one works really well, and I think it's going to be super. Yeah. Uh, last thing we'll talk about, and then I'm going to close out with my favorite ABBA song, I think. Oh, good. Um, let's talk about costumes for this thing, because yes. this has got some pretty elaborate sequin disco revealing yes. costumes yes and Lori arp is going to be my costumer okay and we have been already talking costumes and she's got like a hundred dollar budget for this didn't we approve that maybe <laughs> oh don't make me cry <laughs> okay 150 okay <laughs> keep, keep going keep going add a couple zero no <laughs> we it we really are going to try to do as much in-house as we can. Okay. And there are, you know, beachwear. Yeah. It, it's not all that different uh, yeah. in 1999 as it is today. True. So we can we can do a lot with, you know, uh, just lightweight uh, shirts and, and shorts and, and things like that. The iconic costumes are going to be expensive. Yes. They are going to be expensive, <laughs> Eric Evans. And so... So are we gonna, we're going to find those somewhere and rent them probably? I don't no um yeah. we we part of part of me says we'd love to make them yeah. eric says we need to make them so we can rent them uh, uh which would be a, a really good idea the problem is do you know do you always have the right size guy that's going to go into that particular costume right but even making them is going to be really expensive so we're just going to kind of figure out you know what we need to do and and where it would be best uh they're about Really, only about six of the really iconic costumes—the jumpsuits for the yeah. uh, for the Don and the Dynamos and the and the three guys. But I think the rest of it, we should be able to costume pretty well in house, or maybe making a few things. All right, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Our second cast reveal on waxing lyrically. The show opens. July the 16th, which is a Friday, okay, and we'll run the 16th, 17th, and 18th, and then the 23rd, 24th, and 25th of July. So we'll do a Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday afternoon, both weekends. The first weekend, we'll have an extra matinee on Saturday, and the second weekend, we'll have an extra matinee on Friday. And Friday the 23rd will be a socially distant performance. Okay. So if there are still concerns about that, or you want to be here where there are not quite as many folks, then that would be a good performance to it. Excellent idea. Dr. Humfeld, thank you so much for doing this and sharing the cast list, and thank you for everything that you do for the Brownwood Lyric Theater. Thank you so much, Paul. I so appreciate the opportunity, and I hope everyone is just delighted and has a great time with this podcast. All right. Congratulations, cast members, and uh, start learning that ABBA now. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to working with all of them. All right. Thank you. Thanks. No.
Thanks for listening to Waxing Lyrically, sponsored by the one and only Teddy's Brew House in downtown Brownwood. If you enjoyed our podcast, why not share it with a friend? This is your announcer, Kurt Schneider, wishing all Brownwood Lyric Theater lovers a great day. See you next time. Yeah.